Hi, my beautiful people. This is Beamy Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. I know it has been over a week. I haven't recorded for you guys. I told you guys that this is going into a very busy season for me, but ultimately, there's also been a lot of transformation that's happening. And in my last episode, I gave you guys such a um, in-depth understanding of the energy and what is happening around us and within us. And honestly, I am so in awe of how it has played out. My ability to really trust what is being felt, what is being shown to me, and be able to comprehensively communicate that continues to make me extremely overwhelmed because it is just such a beautiful but traumatic experience at the same time because before I can share it I have to go through a lot of these things and I'm going through a lot of these things and we're all going through it and so once I come out of these things and I read your emails or I get your text messages or I hear I see your dms and your tags on on the internet and your comments on my post um, or response to the newsletters, it shows me that I am exactly where I'm needing to be and being patient and being aligned is the name of the game. So I do apologize for not having more than one episode recorded in the last week. However, I feel like some of these things you're needing to sit with process and engage in your own lives so that you're able to come out of it and go through things and expand yourself because these are interpersonal journeys, even though we are working together through our own paths, right? But I want you to know that I love you. I'm super happy, super grateful, super honored to be here to share with you guys and to be used as a vessel. So I do not take that lightly. We're going on three years. So this is a big, big deal. I also wanted to say to you guys that we are, I will be, this episode is going to be touching on the energy of December, but also giving a synopsis into what has happened the mid to end of November Scorpio season, because it's needed. Um, If you have not heard the astrological overview for Scorpio season, please listen to that. If you have not heard the November overview, please listen to that. But also there's an episode that I recorded at the top of the year on new year, um, the new year energy for 2020 and also the year of the ops episode. Listen to those episodes guys, because the way it played out throughout this year, that energy, O M freaking G. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a vibe, okay? I, if I got the to my own horn, I'm going to my own horn. I'm a whole vibe because the way that everything played out, it forces me to trust myself even more. So please listen to those episodes. It'll give you a briefing and a recap of what you have gone through this year. And any episode that you may feel that you're guided to, a lot of people are on different paths. So you may not be experiencing the year of ox in 2020. Your year of ox may be 2021. The year of ox is the Chinese astrological um, tradition that I like to incorporate in my life, but also in what I share with you guys. It gives a wider perspective amongst what's happening elemental and energetically. So we're going into this new year, which will be the year of the tiger for 2022. And in the Chinese tradition of astrology and seasonal new year, it doesn't begin until February. This year begins in February, but typically um, it is a month after American tradition or, you know, is celebrated. But I personally celebrate the new year when the season changes. So we will celebrate. I'll do an episode, of course, for the January energy for the out the, the year, right? For the new year beginning. But I feel as though we'll still be in a lot of the energy because it is still going to be winter. It is not a new season. It is a new calendar year. So we're going to... I'm definitely going to do that for those of you who celebrate the new year as far as the new calendar year. But many of you have been along this journey with me. You understand that a lot doesn't change because the clock strikes 12. 
there's still a lot of the same things, a lot of the same growth, a lot of the same energy. And that is because it is still the same seasonal year. So the new year doesn't technically begin until the new season begins, which would be spring when things begin to bloom and blossom and grow and expand and the sun comes out and it's um, getting us near the uh, just a new calendar climate year. So that is when I celebrate the new year. Okay. But I'll definitely do the episodes for you guys, for you to follow along with, as I've always done. In addition to giving you more information about what the year of the tiger is and who really falls into the year of the tiger. Um, that's very interesting. I'm actually born in the year of the rat. So very interesting, um, how those things played out. But anyway, With all that being said, let's get into the overall energy of December and then we will talk about dates when it comes to Sagittarius season. You guys really didn't get a Sagittarian season overview. Um, That may, I may record that in another episode because I feel like this one will be pretty lengthy and I really don't want to go into too much depth. Uh, I don't want to make the episodes to be too long, over 45 minutes or nothing like that. So I may record a separate episode for the Sagittarian season astrological overview for you guys. And this will just be for the December um, energy. Okay. Now, Scorpio season was very Scorpionic. Okay, it Scorpio did what Scorpio does, which is go deep, forces you to go deep, forces you to detach from things that you may have felt compelled to be clinging to things you were possessive over things you were feeling very insecure about things that were uh, overlooked that should have been paid more attention to all of these things came up. All of these things were triggers for you. All of these things caused conflict in your life and brought a sense of new awareness because it needed to. Now, why did Scorpio season set such a deep tone? What a lot of people associate Scorpio season with is sex and taboo and the mysteriousness, right? And while that is a part of Scorpio season and a Scorpio characteristic, it is not all that Scorpio is. Scorpio is very much so very intense, but it's also very much an analytical investigative type of energy. It does tap into your sexual and sensuality and your desires surrounding those things. It also brings out certain taboos, but that is not the premise of what this energy brings. This energy brings a sense of death that can destroy everything you think you know about yourself and that of the world around you. So Scorpio season was a wake up call for a lot of people who felt like they would just be able to get through Scorpio season with their superficiality and their very basic understanding of death and love and sex and taboo and spirituality. There were so many other elements at play. There were so many other things that brought out a different sense of energy when it came to this season. So it really was hard for a lot of people. It really was deep. It really was scary. And it met, it felt very Halloweenish. You know, it felt very just uh, mysterious in a way of you couldn't pinpoint what was happening next, but you knew something was coming and you knew something was about to happen and you just wanted to pray your way through it. But you found that praying your way through it isn't enough. It's very beautiful to have a foundation in spirituality that's based on rituals, but it is not the premise that gets you through action is required. And what type of action determines the outcome for you? And for those who were accustomed to sitting still, letting things naturally flow to you, Scorpio season wasn't that. Scorpio season brought out that Mars energy, that action, that fire, that determination, that passion, that survival, that resilience in you. And it had to because you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't. Now, for a lot of us, this was extremely eye-opening to 
who it is you're building in your village. And that's something I'll speak a lot about in December going into the new year for sure, because I felt this shift so significantly. It is not about the outside world when it comes to what you're building on a foundational level. We have been in this cycle for almost two years since this new decade kicked off with the new alignments with Pluto doing its thing, Saturn doing its thing, Capricorn in the upfront, Aquarian energy all around us running rampant. This has been a reorganization, a restructuring, a demolishing of how we have groomed ourselves to be so detached from our foundations at the core. And the awareness of that is bringing you back to your roots so that you can finally do what you should have been doing, which is nurturing, protecting, salvaging and recovering what it is that needed to be repaired opposed to discarded. A lot of people threw away their upbringing, their traditions, their inner knowings because it wasn't popular. They threw away their belief systems because it wasn't trending. They blew away all of that that made them who they were because it wasn't favorable in the eyes of the public and now it's forcing you to face yourself in a way that you had not faced yourself before and that's heartbreaking it's like a mourning it's a funeral it's very much so Scorpio right force forcing you to see all that you have done to create this darkness to create this destruction and bringing yourself back to the remnants of it to rebuild, repair, and recover. When it comes to our life, that's hard. When it comes to our existence, that is very, very devastating because you're realizing that it wasn't all about anyone else. It was about what you single-handedly contributed to the demise of what it was that you said you were building. But if you look at 2019 up until today, then you notice that people, once the world opened up, people went on with their lives. People tried to get back into the routine of their normality prior to 2020, even though 2020 was when they were claiming it was going to be a new decade. We're starting over new. We're doing things differently, not knowing that everything was already aligning for that to be so. But because it was too much, it was too scary. It was too much fear. Um, people decided, I just want to go back to who I've been. I want to do what I've always done. I want to go out and live my life the way that I've always lived my life. And unfortunately for a lot of people, it cost them their lives. It cost them their health. It cost them their families. It cost them their careers. It cost them everything that was supposed to be shifting you into a new dynamic. And you didn't use discernment in what you let go of. You just went back to what was always there, but it was never working, but you did it anyway because it was comfortable. And now you're paying a bigger price. And so here we are. Scorpio season brings that back up. It's like a mirror. It's like, hey, can hey, Candyman. Right. It's like, hey, here we are. I'm showing you what you said. I'm showing you what you did and I'm showing you what has come of it. And you have nobody to blame but you. You can't continue to blame systems on you and your actions. You can't continue to blame others. You have to look in the mirror and Scorpio season forced you to do that. And it wasn't pretty. It didn't feel good. It felt completely unraveling. It felt like you were distorted. It felt like you didn't really know what to do, where to go. And it really ran havoc when it came to your relationships, when it came to your legalities and it came to contracts and it came to the things that bond you to others and to yourself. And because Scorpio is ruled by Saturn and Saturn rules Capricorn, you can very much so see that this was bringing a lot of life lessons and desired balance to the rebuilding, the discipline in your life, the rebuilding of the relationship uh commitments that you've had and the connections that you've allowed yourself to be invested in and the things that you've attached yourself to that really hold these secret complexities that you never addressed, that you always avoided, that you looked over and walked past. 
This affected your relationships in ways that affected your relationship with money, reflected everything. A lot of times you had to lose everything or feel like you lost everything because it forced you to go deeper. It forced you to search other avenues. It forced you to look at the things that you didn't want to face because it was uncomfortable. And this is where village building comes in. Village building comes in because you had to lean on others. You had to be able to depend on others. And for a lot of people, that was a rude awakening because you realize that you build villages of people who do not hold your best interests, nor are they able to. And you have been the thing that's held them together, but it's been destruction. It has been chaos because what's bonded you is trauma. That's what's bonded you. You've bonded to these people. You've bonded to these things. You've connected to these things because of pain, not because of anything that is tied to your prosperous life. Not recovery, not healing, not joy, not being able to sufficiently escape what is not good for you. No, what connected you was trauma. What connected you was pain. What connected you was destruction. What connected you was toxicity. What connected you was lack. And that's why you felt so fruitful. But now that you're isolated and you had to deal with these things on your own, by yourself, in your own isolated space, it brought on depression. It brought on anxiety. It brought on feeling like you were being betrayed and deceived. But the only person that was doing that was you. Projections. So Scorpio season awoke a part of us that we didn't want to face before and facing it brought out a new light in yourself. It brought out a new awareness of self. And now you're at this precipice of what are you going to do? We're in Sagittarian season. Sagittarian is all about what do I seek? What do I want to know? What am I looking for? What do I see? How optimistic am I? How powerful can I be? How can I overcome this pain and this sadness and this lack mentality? How can I change it? Sagittarian is fire energy. It is all about moving forward. It is all about action. It is all about being adaptable so that I can change, so that I can see change, so that I can expand my horizons in ways that advance me opposed to make me a diluted version of myself. Sagittarian season is all about learning more about you, finding the balance in your religious attributes, finding what works for you spiritually, what rituals do you have that don't work for you or that did work for you, but you escaped because it wasn't popular. What philosophy do you have about your life? How can you travel beyond where you are so that you can get where you're going right now? And we have Neptune that rules, that is the symbol that basically um, represents Sagittarian, which brings on a sense of illusions. It brings on a sense of cloudiness, but spirituality as well. It brings on a sense of exploration. It brings on a sense of uh, love and joy, but on a spiritual aspect, in a spiritual sense. How do you see yourself? What are your dreams saying about you? What is it that you are able to cultivate in your life that has nothing to do with anyone else but you? For the betterment of everybody that is involved and connected to you. That's Aquarian energy. So we are about to be in this space that is constant. It's given us this rush. It's given us this energy. It's given us this high vibe in the midst of this depth. But there's a lot of different challenges that are going to be coming and following as well. There are a lot of different challenges that are about to follow us in a way that we have been avoiding. There are a lot of different things that are going to be unfolding that we're going to have to be optimistic about, that we're going to have to be interchangeable about, that we're going to have to be adaptable within. And if you are not in that space, you are going to struggle yet again for another month entering into a new year. Because we are in the last cycle of eclipses of uh, in Gemini and Sagittarian energy. And for those like me, whose North Node and South Node is in Gemini and Sagittarian, this energy has worked for us, but it's also did a lot of deep work within us. And it's forced us out of our comfort zone in ways that we probably wouldn't have done without this energy pushing us forward. We have a 
a lunar eclipse, a new, I'm sorry, a solar eclipse that is occurring. We've already had a lunar eclipse that happened in Taurus and that was a woozy. That really did have it, wreck heaven on our lives when it comes to our love life, when it came to our finances. Oh my God, sudden things being shifted away. Me, us having to fight for things, up, us having to stand up for ourselves and stand up for things and really put ourselves in a position to win and tackle the things that were uncomfortable for us. And here we are now at this solar eclipse. Eclipses come in pairs and it's one of those energies that is going to exalt this Sagittarian because it's falling on the new moon, which is new beginnings. It's new opportunities. But this is also going to feel a lot like new beginnings in detachment, new beginnings in separation, new beginnings after the dark. Right. And that also requires a bit of letting go again. It, it requires you coming to an understanding of what's not working for me, what I don't want to deal with, what I cannot allow myself to be engaged with, what I will not allow myself to settle for, but also on the vice versa, what won't settle for me. So there's this ability to transfer this type of energy, transfer this optimism, transfer this adaptability, being more of a serving energy. And being that it is in fire, it is very flexible. It is very action. It is very initiative, but there's also very, there's a beautiful sense of communication being easier because it's lighter. It's not as heavy. So it's easier to come across and speak and, and, and engage and indulge in playful like energy when you're being very serious, but it's giving you this thrust for life, this ambition, this desire for life, this desire to live, this desire to expand beyond where you have normally. Okay. So that's very beautiful. That's very powerful. It's not easy, but it's something that we are going to have to tackle in our life in a multitude of ways. I'm feeling as though December is going to bring about a lot of inner searching, um, our outer preparation where you're trying to study more about what it is you believe in, what it is that you're desiring, what it is you're wanting, creating real sustainable plans to, to get it done, creating short-term goals to make it happen. This month feels very much so about identifying what your personal philosophies are, your personal endeavors and desires are, and how you're going to get that done. This also is a month of expansion. It feels as though there will be a big it feels like a lot of luck. It feels like a lot of blessings. It feels like a lot of unseen miracles, but it feels like they came at a major cost of thyself. Almost like you had to work extremely hard and it is still harvest season. So you're working, you've worked for this, you've strived for this. You had to prove that you wanted it. And now that you've proven that you wanted it, you reap. That's what this feels like. There's a big hint on how you view your life, how you view your villages, how you view what matters, how you view what you're building, how you communicate, how you engage, how intellectual, how intellectually curious you are. There's a big rise in consciousness a big openness and desire to express on an intellectual level, but not wanting to just talk to be talking or just share to be sharing, choosing who you share with, where you sow these seeds of intellectuality, who you're allowing to get that type of energy from you. All of these things are very mercurial and very analytical. And very much so communication driven. So this month will bring about a lot of that, a lot of the openness when it comes to 
therapy, how you engage in therapy, how effective it's been or not so much for you, what big changes you're having to face, what big changes you're needing to face, all of these things, your legacy, what are you living? Not just what you're leaving. What legacy are you living? What are you choosing for yourself? Are you taking care of your financial responsibilities? Are you needing to do what you need to do to make more money, to be more sustainable, to work hard so that you can allow things to flow for you naturally? Maybe this is your season of working. A lot of people just want things to fall in their lap. Maybe this is your season of working. Nothing falls in your lap without you doing something first, showing that you want it, showing that you really believe you can have it, showing that you're willing to do what others are not willing to do so that you can get what you know you need, even if it makes no sense to other people around you. All of these things are going to be a big part of you and your existence in this month going ahead. I do also feel that there is a there's, you know, a big energy of, especially what is going into the winter solstice this month, there's going to just be a lot of, um, there's going, the world is going to be in a chaotic shit storm. We know that, but there's just going to be more things that are going to be on the forefront in our lives that are going to help to clear out the things that need to go before we get to a space where we can be in spring this winter and ending of this autumn season is real work that you're going to need so that you can appreciate the spring once you make it if you make it right it's going to be uh, very very time sensitive for you for us all individually and this is where It just plays off and it works out the way that it needs to. I do feel like there's going to be major changes when it comes to more consistent changes, I'll say, but more of adapting to the changes that have already occurred when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to new career paths and new jobs and new opportunities. There are new cycles beginning there and they feel very good, but it's all about what you choose because you're coming up out of this energy of heartbreak. You're coming up out of this energy of feeling like you weren't good enough. It was never going to work. It was never going to be fruitful. You weren't going to have everything that you desired and you're not willing to sacrifice anything else for it. You're coming up out of the energy and you're coming up out of your head. There's been this heaviness for a while and you're realizing that the key to releasing the heaviness is letting it go. How do I do that? I accept what is and walk away from it. I have to because even though I'm losing a lot, I'm gaining even more and I'm willing to continue to work towards where I need to be then settle for where I am now and be miserable and in my head and driven with anxiety, driven with fear, driven with insecurities. I don't want that anymore. So if that means walking away from what I viewed as a friendship, what I viewed as the perfect match and a commitment, what I viewed as a perfect life when I know that it's not, even if I'm the problem, I'm willing to walk away from it, walk away from thought processes, walk away from the ways I've been behaving, walk away from my personality traits that I have the control to change, doing everything I need to do to shift the dynamic of my life and shift the dynamic of my health and my happiness so that I can really prosper and persevere to where I'm supposed to go. This Sagittarian energy is giving you this fire to re- to regain your control because you have no control right now. That's the whole key. Understanding that you have no control and then understanding what you actually have control over. Once you do that, then you're able to really move forward and make steady commitments, really commit to self in a disciplined way that is authentic, that is true, that is aligned with where you're wanting to go and where you're needing to be and what is meant for you. And that is where your prosperity comes. That is where your financial blessings roll in and your commitments come in and your relationships flourish is because you are connected 
to your principles. You're connected to your morals. You're connected to the persevering and the prospering of your character. All of these things are connected and it all is benefiting your home. It is all benefiting things that matters the most to you when it comes to belonging and it comes to your family and it comes to interconnectedness. Bringing that balance, bringing that assurance, bringing that understanding, you using your personal principles to navigate through these tides. That is what is important. That is what's needed. That is what is a desirable space for you to be in. The only way that you're able to really succeed. Okay. Now let's go over um, a bit of the days for astrology for the remaining of Sagittarius season since I have a few more minutes and we're going to just get through it. Okay. Now, so November, oh yeah, November 19th, we had uh, Venus and Capricorn going against, well, in a, in a very close connection with Uranus, which is a planet of expansion, sudden change in um, lightning in Taurus. That is where your intuition became a lot stronger. You felt a lot of tension regarding your finances and how you view finances, what you felt you love the most, what you felt really interconnected to, how that aligns with your values. And so there were sudden changes, sudden erratic things that occurred in things that you viewed as pleasurable, things that you viewed as um, complementary to your aesthetic. Those things were either suddenly changed, suddenly taken away, suddenly impacted in some way. And so this caused our emotions and our logic to be out of balance completely. And it caused a lot of tension. It caused a lot of stress. But on the 20th, you had Mercury and Scorpio going against Jupiter in Aquarius. Now, this is where you were needing to be very mindful of how you spoke, how you allowed yourself to engage. Things that you thought you saw for face value, realizing that it really wasn't what you thought it was. And you're needing to take a little bit more time because your tension is high. You're feeling very possessive. You're feeling very um, controlling. You're feeling very angry. You're feeling very determined to get what you want, even if it means hurting whomever is in the way. So this is where you had to pay very close attention to how you came across and understanding how people are coming across as a little more abrupt than intended. But that is the energy as well. On the 21st. We had Sagittarian season begin, 21st, 22nd, depending on where you are in the hemisphere. Now, this brought in a little bit of brightness. This energy Sagittarian is very much so. We really didn't. We're starting to feel Sagittarian energy now. We're still a bit under that um, eclipse, um, up under that scorpionic energy. But as we're getting closer to the lunar eclipse that's happening in Sagittarius, we're feeling more citrusy, right? The, the, the vibe is a lot more brightened. It's a lot more uh, vitamin C-ish feels as though, even though it's still dark, even though it's still cold, even though it's still, it's still that fire energy that's bringing a bit of an optimism to the depth, the darkness and depth, right? So for the next few weeks, while we're in Sagittarian season, we will be more adventurous. We'll be uh, gearing to travel more, being to expand more, being to share more, wanting to be around more people, but just be mindful and careful of what this looks like and how this is really, really being a representation of your authentic space, who you are really becoming and what you're wanting to be around in reality. This on the 21st, the same day, we had Mercury in Scorpio in a very close connection with Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto is the planet of death transformation, and it is in Capricorn, which rules fundamentals of the of your life, your work life. It's a total rebirth happening when it comes to finances, when it comes to how you view your career path, where you are, how this is benefiting your home, how this is going against your home, what you're having to lose so that you can sacrifice, so that you can have it, so that you can have the home you're wanting. All of these things come up and knowing how to communicate it, and it could be, it was very mysterious and um, very serious. It took up a lot of 
space when it came to uncovering the truth about things, feeling like something ain't right. Something isn't quite what I think it is, but it was the energy that was overshadowing. And then as soon as Mercury on the 24th went into Sagittarius, communication became a little bit more easier, but it was more clear. It was more outspoken. It was straight to the point. Um, You're realizing, you know, With Mercury being in Sagittarius, you are more adventurous and more deeply invested in finding the joy of things, but the truth about it. What is the truth? How do I get the truth? I'm not going to sit and argue about it. I'm not going to say it is what it is. I said it and I'm going to go find the truth about it. That is the energy that Mercury has in Sagittarius. It's freely speaking in an intellectual way that is free and, um, optimistic but it's just truth seeking it's really about figuring out the truth of everything in a very fun free way but moving past whatever is giving you something that a vibe of hesitancy or are not true anything that's not authentic kind of moving past it really quickly november 28 we had sun the sun in sagittarius uh, conjunct, which is connected to Mercury and Sagittarius. It's a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day to just feel really optimistic and adventure and just taking some time for yourself, taking some time to get to being with yourself and engaging with yourself and trying to be in a space where you're able to just sit and, and enjoy the now. Okay. Now, The 29th, Mars in Scorpio, connected to Neptune in Pisces. This is a big spiritual awakening type of energy. This is like uh, boosting your creativity, boosting your dreams. Your dreams are very heightened during this time, very sensitive. You're feeling very attractiveness, uh, attracted to others and feeling very attractive. You're feeling very seductive and sensual and all of these flirty type of energies. Just a very beautiful feeling of energy that is surrounding you and you're alluring to things and people are attracted and opportunities most importantly that's a Jupiter effect are um, attracted to you just opportunities things you've been waiting for things you've been wanting to come through this could be the day and around this energy that it does it just flows into you it just without you you're expecting it but it's been so long you kind of just like it's whatever but it's happening and it's just it's beautiful so it's a really beautiful day to be a part of um energetically now on the 30th we have mercury in sagittarius very close sextile which they're making love I like they're making love to each other Saturn and Aquarius Saturn is discipline father government um it's authority it's husband it's masculine in Aquarius which is free which is intellectual which is emotionally detached but not aloof it it feels it it just doesn't process through emotions it processes through intellect so this particular day could in this energy could bring a sense of a teaching, right? Something that you're needing to learn, share your skills in um, different spaces, be open to being more knowledgeable about something, choosing how you use that in a creative force, choosing how you expand that and share that and just indulge in the beauty of that. All of those things are working together towards this energy on the 30th we have on the same day we have venus and capricorn making love to neptune and pisces now this is a lot of love making energy this is a lot of happiness this is a lot of joy and cohesiveness this is a beautiful day for romance a beautiful day for relationships communication and commitment pleasure um, any confusion that has been happening, any lack of expression when it comes to your relationships, because there's been a lot of tensity, there's been a lot of busyness, there's been a lot of separation when it comes to trying to delve in and work hard and focus on something. This is bringing clarity. This is bringing understanding. This is bringing compassion. This is working together. So this is a beautiful day to reconcile. This is a beautiful time to recommit. This is just a beautiful energy to just enjoy the bliss of the unity. Um, and realizing if it doesn't give you those things that it may be time to really let it go, but in a free way, you're okay. It's like, Oh, you know, we realize that we're better friends than lovers. We realize that we really just don't mesh together or you know what? We are beautiful together. We just had a rough patch. We had a rough time. It's no illusion tied to it. It's really clear and it's open, especially with Neptune getting ready to go direct 
This is about things becoming clearer, things becoming even more um, comprehensive because there aren't a lot of clouds that are blocking it. It's building the connections on the spiritual level, using this to tap into your inner insight of what you know and make it work for the greater good. Very beautiful. The same day, we have a lot of things happening on the 30th, okay? We have Sagittarius making love to Saturn and Aquarius. So we have on the 30th, Mercury and Sagittarius making love to Saturn and Aquarius. We have Venus and Capricorn making love to Neptune and Pisces. And we have Sun and Sagittarius making love to Saturn and Aquarius. So then this is where you're tapping into your unique talents, your unique ability to share and knowledge and what you know. Your intellect is on full throttle. And so... This is where big rewards, like what you know is paying off big time. What you haven't disclosed about what you know is paying off in big time. So this is real big, beautiful energy, real big, um, just big, sexy energy towards the end of this of, of November, right? Even though I'm recording this for December. Now, one of the main things that we're going to be aware of is December 5th, we have Mars that is going to be transiting Scorpio yet again. We already know what Mars and Scorpio is about. It's intensity. It is very fiery. It is very sexy. It is very um, assertive. It is about high energy potency. Okay. It is about desiring what you're desiring going after it what you're wanting going after it what you're wanting to indulge in and participate in going after it choosing it doing it sharing it if you need to not being afraid of it but also having a sense of mysteriousness around you so around the 5th of December first of all on the first on the first let me get my make sure my notes are flowing on the first of december we're going to have neptune stationing direct neptune is currently has been for the last five months in retrograde so neptune is going to be going direct which means it's going out of retrograde and it's moving forward neptune moves pretty slow so it's not going to be affected that same day but you're definitely going to feel it okay on the sixth we have mercury Wait, we have Mars that is making love to Pluto, which is very intense, deep, driven, um, sexy, but really potent, powerful, could be possessive, possessive, can be all of these things that are controlling. So be very mindful of that. But there are upsides to it. Mars is in Scorpio um, on December 5th and on the 6th, Mars is going to be connected with Pluto. On the 7th, we have Mercury going against Neptune. So your mind is going to, the mind's playing tricks on you. Mm -hmm. No, your mind's not playing tricks on you. It's just the illusions are being brought to front. What you thought was what, what one way, one being, one state of existing, it could be different. Or what you weren't open to seeing is being even more clear. So we have all of that happening on the 5th. A lot of scorpionic energy. We have a lot of Mercury going through Sagittarius, Venus, and Capricorn. We have a lot of different things playing out when it comes to our well-being, when it comes to our life, how we're viewing things, how we're seeing things, how we're expanding or not. On the third, we have the new moon that is happening. Solar eclipse that's happening in Sagittarius. This is the solar eclipse is three times as powerful as the new moon. So we already know with the Taurus, with that eclipse, that was very powerful. So this is bringing a destined reset, a new beginning to your life in an area that's very passionate, spontaneous, energizing, um, eager to leave behind whatever doesn't work, eager to move beyond your comfort zone and go into new territory. This is causing you to learn more. You're wanting to expand more. You're wanting to share more. You're wanting to just be in a space where you're more open to knowing more, educating yourself, traveling, seeing more within the world, how the part you play in the world affects your life. All of these things, right? Um, this is a very curious energy. On the... I'm going to just hit on the big ones because I will be touching on going into December astrological a little bit more. 
in another episode, but I'm just going to tap on the big ones right now. So we're going to have December 18th. We also have a full moon and there's a, a few things happening in between that. But on the full moon that's happening in Gemini, this is the final major lunation of 2021. This is going to encourage you to review your ideas. It's going to be a major release in blockages when it comes to how you communicated, how you thought about it, how you've engaged, how you've been so free and not really attached and connected to anything, but it's caused a lot of more harm than good. This is about improving how to communicate effectively and articulately directly and not being afraid to compromise in those areas. So this is going to be very, very beautiful. On December 19th, we have the Venus retrograde ending. No, Venus retrograde beginning in Capricorn. Now, this Venus is a planet of love, beauty, money, and it's going to spend a great time of uh, in Capricorn into the new year. Now, it is January 29th. So even though it seems like a little over a month, that's going to be a lot that's going to happen. Um, you're going to have to review, reevaluate, return to situations around your business practices, career, uh, relationships, old friends, old lovers, old coworkers. Now is going to be the time which you're going to learn, see what you learn from them. Find peace and closure. What do you do? How do you move forward? How do you advance yourself? If you're wanting to recommit to someone, um, it will be a beautiful time to do so. But don't, it, it will be a beautiful time to think about it, to work on it, to make slow moves towards it. But don't make any effective, like don't marry anybody, don't get engaged or anything until after Met, uh, Venus wakes up basically. So after the 29th of 2022, when the retrograde ends, it will be, you can set the date, you can set the time you can, but don't do anything permanent during the retrograde, but it is okay to work towards or work in a space that's going towards where it is. You're trying to go in matters of love, romance, finances, aesthetics, etc. Right. On the 21st of December, we have Capricorn season begin in the winter solstice. So I'm not going to speak about that on this in on this episode because this is a December um, overview, but it is in Sagittarian season. So I'm not going to go into too much, too much depth, but the winter solstice is the time of the year where the culmination of reflection, hibernation, and release. You're going within. Winter is beginning. This is the shortest day of the year. This is where you're needing to be aware that there's a there's the balance between light and dark, right? Just be very aware. This brings on onset a lot of anxiety. It could bring depression. It could bring the darkness because it's cold and it's dark and it's all those things. But you can find the beauty in this. So this is a time to prepare. This is a time for you to get yourself in a space where you're preparing for what it is that is coming winter solstice doesn't have to be a dark season it could be a very beautiful time for inner um nurturing right on the 21st we also have capricorn season beginning <laughs> this is bringing forth a need to sum up the plans and achievements of the year this is getting clear on the past work that you've done this is Celebrating your accomplishments and also your accolades within thyself and your financial moves that you've made, the ability to grow, the ability to expand, lessons you've learned, things that you're needing to plan. All of these things are going to come into professional heights in 2022. So this is the time for you to prepare for that. On the 28th, we have Jupiter entering into Pisces. We love Jupiter entering into Pisces because it's a breath of fresh air. It's blessings. It's happiness. It's joy. It is just beautiful. And it ends May 10th. So from December 28th until May 10th, we have the beautiful energy of Jupiter. Anything Jupiter gets connected to, it expands. And Pisces is a very beautiful, loving, mutable energy that's very uh, light. It's light, but it's deep at the same time. But it's just beautiful and it brings all these blessings. Think about when Jupiter was in Pisces in earlier in this year. It just brought a lot of blessings, a lot of miracles, a lot of opportunities, a lot of just showering down 
on things that made you feel good. So this is fun. This is romance. This is an opportunity for dreams coming true. This is opportunity. So anything from December 28th to May, this could be a windfall of financial abundance for you. Things you've been waiting on, things you've been hoping come through, things you hadn't had any word on, things that you're suddenly just surprised that happened. So remember this energy kicks in at least two weeks before and two weeks after a few days before it actually goes into transit. So you could be feeling this in the middle um, of December as well as we're getting close to the end of it. So there's a lot of beautiful energy that is happening and that is uh, bringing in a lot of expansion. But the most important thing is that you are in position to receive and do the work because you're going to have to do the work. If you haven't already been doing the work, then you may miss a cycle of it. But this is where you're aligning yourself. It's beautiful. It is work. And it makes you more proud of the accomplishments because you have done what you're needing to do. You have set foot and forth where you're needing to be so that things can play out the way they can for you. That is the blessing of now. Okay, so December is going to be a massive amount of beautiful transformation that's happening on a core level, but it is going to be little citrusy hindsights that are going to help you get through. Okay, I'm going to do another episode on different different recipes that you can use during this time, different herbs you can use, different uh, activities that you can do, ways that you can really share in the moment. And we're also going to kick off our um, our natural uh, release that we do at the end of every year for the last few years of preparation for the new year. So we have a lot of I, I am going to record a couple more episodes for you guys because they're needed and we're going to be really embarking on this journey of evolution and growth and just really I'm really excited about it because it's really helping us to become a better version of ourselves really detaching from things that just do not fit us do not really suit us do not really give us um the space to stand in our truth and our growth And I have another episode I want to record about that um, regarding how we have allowed ourselves to be to leave a lot of our knowledge and, and growth behind. A lot of people that are going towards 40 still wanting to be 20. And I don't understand that because you've grown so much. You've evolved. You've accumulated so much knowledge. There's nothing wrong with people who are in their 20s, but they're on a new path. They're on a new cycle. You've already overcome those things. You've already dealt with those things you should have by now. That is where you should be teaching, sharing, mentoring, not trying to be like them who are going through an initiation that you've already come through. But that's a whole nother topic, a whole nother episode. But at the end of the day, this is where we're growing into ourselves. This is where we're expanding into ourselves and we're becoming better for it. So I look forward to this um, journey into the last month of 2021. Cannot wait for us to embark on a new year. Again, please listen to the episodes at the top of the year, which give an overview of what this energy was like interpersonally for us all. So it's very beautiful. I look forward to hearing from you and sharing more with you. I love you guys so very much. To all my Sagittarius, I should have said this at the beginning, but I didn't. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. I am welcoming you into this season because we need your fresh air, but also you need our energy as well. So we love you. Thank you for all that you are. And until our next episode, guys, be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. Please be patient with yourselves through this process of trials and triumphs. It is a lot, okay? But it's beautiful. And you've evolved and you've grown and you're expanding and that's beautiful, okay? So until our next Daily Dose of Energy, guys, bye.